Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. Today's episode is called Bourbon Sweats. Play on working out and sweating out all the bourbon that's in your body. So before we get started, uh, let's figure out what we're sipping on today. Brian, what do you got? So uh, I figured since we're talking about working out and stuff that I would go ahead and crack open the uh, Puncher's Chance. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon out of uh, Bardstown, Kentucky. Run anywhere from $35 to $45. So pretty decent bourbon for that price range. Well, I'm hungover because I went a little too hard drinking bourbon last night. So I'm drinking Tropicana pineapple and mango or whatever juice at the moment but i'll probably switch over to bourbon here in a bit and then i'll probably uh you know see what happens but um being that today we're going to talk about sweating out some bourbon some of my favorite ways of doing that is working out and we've been starting that up because you know with all this drinking we've been doing we've been packing on some some pounds because we get these late night snacky Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Basically, like, you know, when somebody smokes weed and they get the munchies, it's like... I swear I think it's worse than the munchies. Yeah, it's like a post-drunk munchie. So then, you know, now we have to counter that. And uh, we've been trying to work out. And it ain't even just like we snack. It's like one of us will get in, like, cook a freaking meal. Yeah, it's retarded. Uh, And because of that, you know, we've decided to start working out. Which kind of inspired this this little episode. That's going to be off the cuff today. Um... Because why not? Let's try it. See how it goes without an actual script to follow. That's totally got to be messing with you right now. It is a little bit. It, do- it does, because I like to have structure. I'm a structured type of person, so not having something to kind of follow or a guide to look at, it's weird. And uh, for those that have been listening in and listening to our episodes, everybody knows that Dan's structure is what keeps us on our glide path, because I like to uh, horseshoe and... You know, figure eight all the way around. You're like the kid that when you're on the playground, he's running off and playing on every damn thing. And you're like, where the fuck did, where did he go? And the next thing you know, you show back up and you're like, I just went on an adventure. Exactly. But uh, working out for me has been a, a process. I pretty much started when I was in, I think it was middle school when I first started really getting into sports. Yeah. And uh, it's just kind of been one of those fallback things things for me it's it's not like it used to be when i was younger i was real adamant about following strict diets and strict routines and tracking everything in a logbook and you know I, i went through that whole phase of being meticulous when working out now it's just kind of like a i just do whatever i feel like it's gonna give me results i'm not so focused on it being structured, which is funny because I do like to have things structured. So this last time I was deployed, I uh, hired an actual coach because I was tired of coming up with my own shit. So Right. And it it worked out okay. Um, I think for people that are novices, hiring a coach is, is a great thing. Or if you're trying to reach that next level, hiring a coach is a great thing. Because they they specialize in coming up with those programs for people that are either just getting into working out or need to be pushed a little bit harder because, you know, they'll see what you've been doing and, and tweak it just enough. Right. And not only that, but a lot of times they come up with your meal plans, too, which is a huge, huge deal when you're working out and exercising. 
which most people don't think about. You know, they think, well, if I just work out harder and, and do more, I'll be able to outpace bad diet or poor nutrition. Uh, you definitely have to at least do portion control and kind of watch what you eat for the biggest part. Right. I mean, I will say in the last what, two and a half, three weeks, yeah, I've cut out monsters. Mm. I haven't been drinking any soda. If I drink anything other than water, it's like a sugar-free Gatorade or some orange juice. Yeah. Or a uh, drip drop packet. What the fuck is a drip drop? Drip drop? Yeah. So, um, like, we get them a lot of times at group and stuff in other places, mm. but it's, uh, it's a... Is it like an electrolyte? Pedialyte. It's like Pedialyte on steroids. So it's electrolyte. Yes. Gotcha. Dump it in your water. Yeah. I like Pedialyte. Mm. Pedialyte's one of my favorite things to drink. Especially after like a, a good hard week of working out in the gym. Right. Especially if I did a lot of cardio that week uh, and I burned out sweat. That's where you lose most of your electrolytes is through sweating. So, you know, obviously Thor loves it because then he comes and starts trying to lick on my legs and shit after we've worked out. Trying to get all that salt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we know you don't like cardio. Yeah, I fucking hate cardio. There's only one type of cardio in my life that I actually like, and that's sex. sex. Yeah, that's it. That's the only cardio that I like. And even then, I'm I'm not a fan of sweating my ass off. So I like to have the fan on, at least, to try to keep cool. But um, it, fitness in general for me, it's a love-hate relationship. Because when you first start after being off for a while, you're sore as fuck. And you're not as strong as you used to be when you... We're going pretty routinely. Right. And so it's frustrating when you first get going because there's that little feeling of discouragement of like, God damn it, I got to climb this mountain again. Yep. And that's, the I think, the most frustrating thing for me. And my, maybe everyone else, too. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but. So for me, like, I know there's people that are just straight gym rats that just mm. live in the gym and they love it, right? Yeah. And, like, my dad lifted weights my whole life and mm. we're talking in his 50s bench pressing 500 pounds right just crazy yeah. insanely strong and it just the the traditional heavy lifting thing just never was a thing for me yeah um i preferred more of the crossfit style without the cult following mm -hmm. um and then after i had my ankle surgeries uh that kind of took out any cardio and a lot of jumping around so Thor, the Thor program, mm -hmm. has been amazing at helping me rehabilitate and get back to where I can mm -hmm. do some cardio and stuff. Um, but me personally, I can't stand to work out by myself. Like yeah. that self-motivating, I just can't seem to, like I'll do it, but I can't seem to fully motivate myself working out by myself because I'm like, this is just dumb. It's a self-discipline thing, really. <laughs> and that's... That's why I don't mind working out alone. I almost prefer working out alone most of the time just because I can focus a lot better. If I'm working out with someone else, usually there's conversation that will take place and that kind of slows down the working out and you end up bullshitting about different things. Um, and I know I know that's weird because when, when you're in the military, there's a lot of group PT. Right. And there's a lot of, you know that camaraderie building and everything else. And then also there's that ego lifting that happens, which is where injuries occur. Yeah. Um, you know, cause 
you're like, well, let's see how much we can deadlift and let's see how much we can squat. Next thing you know, dude's passing out because he's overstraining, trying to pull this, you know, 800 pound bar off the ground. And he's just turning purple because he's holding his breath. The next thing you know, he's like, Bleep, bang. Right. But even like, off the ground. even like if when we work out, we don't really talk that much. No. Because we usually have music going. Yeah. You know, the so, extent of our talking usually happens on a cool down walk. But. Right. So yeah. for me, that's, to me, that's still working out with somebody. Yeah. But I don't want to sit there and have a conversation with you. No. I want to get this done and over with as soon as possible. Right. To accomplish what I need to accomplish and yeah. then move on with my day. Yeah, you know, and uh, there's different schools of thought on exercise, too. Because there's people that do two-a-days. There's people that go in there for hours, you know. I think, optimally, 30 minutes, if you do everything correctly, you can get what you need done in 30 minutes. Now, if you need to do more cardio, that's a different story. That should be a progressive throughout the day thing. I uh, prefer I prefer to do like a good hit workout. Yeah. And some core. Yeah. Right? Cuz even with that hit workout, a lot of times I'm getting some cardio in. Yeah, and that's high intensity interval training for those of you that don't know what that acronym means, but um and that's just a, essentially just to spike your heart rate and kind of get your your metabolism into a shock where it's going to try to start burning more of that fat for energy. Um, I will say the best weight loss workout mm. I had was my last deployment. I would get up in the morning before I started my day, and I would do 30 continuous minutes of cardio. Yeah, Didn't matter if it was walking on the treadmill, yep. on the bike, whatever. 30 minutes of continuous cardio. Yep. And then I, would, I was doing intermediate fasting, too. So, mm. like, I wouldn't eat till if I was up at 9, I would go straight and work out. Yeah, and then have my coffee. I wouldn't have anything to eat till noon, mm -hmm. and then I could eat, you know, eat and snack throughout the day periodically yeah. till about eight or nine that night. Yeah, but at some time between, usually between five and seven, depending on the shift and what was going on, then I would go and I would do my hit workout mm -hmm. and my core. Yeah, I feel like the easiest place to lose weight and get in shape is definitely on deployments because you have less distractions and um, no alcohol. Well, it depends on where you're at for deployment, but yes, usually access to alcohol and fast food is at the most minimal you can ever get without being in prison. But, um, and the food is almost always portion controlled for you, and you have to eat at the times that it's allotted, unless you have, like, if you're on task force base or something where they right. actually have access to food 24 7 right but even then it's usually high protein foods that are out all the time because those guys are fucking monsters and then they need that amount of protein and a lot of carbs right a so lot, like a, there was always rice always pasta of some yeah. kind yeah so yeah. i did like that on deployments too is that supplements are usually pretty readily available when you're uh on a military deployment um Something, yeah. something that I think is a great perk, you know, when you're in the military is you do have access to a gym 24-7 and a lot of different things that most people don't have yep. access to. Yep. So, like, the common person out there that is working a normal civilian lifestyle, they struggle because they have to pay for a gym membership. And that's not, that's not really cheap to pay for a gym membership, you know. Plant Fitness, I think, is one of the cheapest ones, but it's also one of the most ridiculous ones when it comes to 
their rules, right? It's hypocritical as fuck because yeah. they they sound this lunk alarm, which now you're just ostracizing these people that are actual gym rats. Yeah, want to work out because you're afraid that it's gonna bring shame to the the people that aren't as fit. So it's like, well, you, what do you want to be? You're not really a gym then at that point. You're you're like a. They're not a gym. They're a fitness center. Well, yeah, it's I like a hotel fitness center. I hate hotel gyms. That's, but that's that's God. essentially what it is, right? Those are the worst hotel gyms. Like unless you're staying at a higher end hotel. I think that's the hardest thing for me with this job that I have is when they send me TDYs. I'm living in these hotels, and the hotel gyms are just like a couple dumbbells, an elliptical treadmill, and that's it. And you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So I just do like weird workouts, and it just look like some kind of... See, that's why I like my HIIT workouts, because I can do yeah. pretty much anything anywhere, and then I just need my cardio thing in the mornings. Yeah, I just don't... I like to lift actual weights... So even right now, with what we're doing at the house, um, I do have the resistance bands, which help. But I I would prefer to have more weights, and I just don't feel like spending the money on that. I spend money on bourbon and other things that would have probably already bought a home gym. But, you know, that's fine. Like this unnecessary Jeep that I just bought. I would have bought a whole, <laughs> a whole entire house gym. Yeah, but that Jeep brings a lot of happiness. It might bring a it lot. It might. Yeah, we'll see. It's supposed to get delivered. And I can't wait to go take it down to the creek and see how it does. I'm going to get stuck. Wait, great. And I'll have to figure out how to get it unstuck because we don't have anything. Oh, well, Rusty might be able to make it. Don't know. But uh, Rusty can get down to the creek. Yeah, I just don't know. You don't have necessarily off-road tires. It's all-terrain and it's got full-wheel drive. Those are not all-terrain tires. They're all-terrain. No, those, those are bald as shit. They're actually not bald. <laughs> They're like you like to call them bald, and every time I've taken them in to have tire stuff done, they're yeah. like, "No, don't waste your money." It yeah. has. I'm just used to aggressive tires, so to me, those are like yeah. You want them tires, tires that say, "Look, I can go off road." Exactly. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. on the purpose built. And then I'm that guy that can take that all terrain tire and go off road. Sometimes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so cardio for me is my least favorite when it comes to the gym, and I know there's a lot of people out there that that are runners and they love to do that. And I just don't know how or why in their brain. It's like, you know, it sounds like a good time. A 10 miler. That sounds like a good time. Let's go do 10 miles. So mom somewhere in a box has newspaper clippings uh -huh. from when I was in high school. Yeah. Like I, I've won regional mm -hmm. in cross country and track. Mm -hmm. I've been to state and cross country and track. Mm -hmm. Right. We're talking running, Low 11s, high 10s, and two mile, running the four by eight, right? Mm -hmm. Being like high, like 156, 157, right at two minutes for a half mile. And then I joined the army, and it's just like, yeah, because they want you to run all the damn time. And they take the fun out of any, anything that, like camping, they take the fun out of that. Going to the range, they take the fun out of that. Well, it depends on who you're with, running obviously. Running in formations, they take the fun out of running. Well, I mean, it just depends on certain things, but it's so like... So it wasn't even fun for me, to be honest. Like, I was that kid in high school that I went and bailed hay and did all that stuff while uh -huh. the other kids are running and training in the summer. And then first week back at school, we're going to do a, you know, a five-mile run with 
interval sprints in between, yeah. and I get out there and I'm able to either stay with them or beat some of them, and it would disgust them. They're like, "You didn't do anything all summer." I'm like, "I know." And then it would piss my coach off because he's like, "If you would have done half of what they did in the summer, right. you would be twenty times better than they are right now." Yeah. I just didn't, it was like, it was competitive for me, uh -huh. but when I would do it and realize, okay, I don't need to do much to beat you, right? Still, then it kind of, it kind of negated it for me. I still just don't understand the thought process of people that are like, you know what, I'm just going to go be a runner. No. Well, I did football too. I did sports, but that, that's, to me, was more purposeful running. Like cross country running, sure, the purpose is to come in first and that, but I just, the idea of that is the sport is running. That to me is not really a sport. That's just endurance. That's it. Like there's no real talent to running. You you're either a good runner or you're not. That's I it. mean, I mean, there's plenty of runners out there that would disagree with you that it doesn't require some form of talent and mm. training. Definitely like, training, but there's no talent required. You literally put one foot in front of the other. That's it. Not anybody can go out and run five. Four and five minute miles. Uh, I I think any, anybody can if you train to it, just like anything else. Running is probably the most simplistic. Well, your physique and your your structure kind of determines that too. Oh, yeah. You, you wouldn't really see a fucking four hundred pound man running an eleven minute mile or two miles or whatever. I mean, you did in Daddy's Boy with Adam Sandler. Big Daddy, you mean? No. What was Daddy's Boy? Daddy's Boy. Is that the one where he's in hell or something? No, that's, no, that's the Little one. Mickey. Yeah, that's the one where his son is. He named him Han Solo Burger. He slept with his teacher. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. So, in at the end of it, he's bet on a like four hundred pound guy named Tubby Toot to win the like Boston Marathon. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And he wins it. Yeah, I'm never while seen drinking that. chocolate milk. Yeah, I've never seen that one. But uh, I still think cardio is the worst thing. Ever when it comes to working out, um, I would much rather do some sort of interval training or some sort of like um, station training, you know, where you're doing burpees and then you go and do jumping jacks and then you do sit ups and then, you know, I don't know, or climbing something else that involves endurance to me where you don't necessarily notice you're doing the cardio, like playing basketball. Yeah. Playing basketball is a great way to have cardio because you're constantly moving, constantly, you know, running around. If you're playing it the way it should be played. Right. Um, Same way with football. Yeah. Any sport, I think, is a great way of doing cardio. But obviously, when you're in organized sports, they want you to do additional cardio so that way your endurance level is better. Well, right. And then with every sport, you train different because yeah. of that sport. And the different muscle groups that you're training right. for explosiveness and whatnot. But... Um, that's why CrossFit, when it came about, mm -hmm. appealed to me so much as it was... It's functional. It Well, not just functional. It was very irregular compared to everything else that was already established. The only thing I don't agree with with CrossFit is, like, their kipping or the overexertion of fatiguing the muscles at some time when yeah. they're, they're trying to do uh, AMRAPs, right? as many reps as possible, that's when you start seeing people get fatigued and they get hurt. Injuries start occurring because your form gets sloppy. Oh, I've seen it a lot with and, CrossFitters. And it's a problem, I think, 
with people out there that are doing it for ego and not yes. focusing on form and, and and instead they sacrifice form and the next thing you know they're injured and then they're out of the gym for an extended period of time because of that and it's like well i get you know like the crossfit games and all that stuff right like it's cool to watch those people and like i'm proud for them like that took an extreme amount of dedication and discipline and everything else to become that level of fit. Yeah. But they don't tell everybody how many times they've gotten hurt during their training sessions. And and all these people go out to their garage gyms or these box gyms and they're trying to mimic, you know, the rich frownings right. of the world and trying to fucking deadlift and power clean and do all these things that are require you to be at a certain level of fitness. And people just don't realize it when they walk into these you know, box gyms or whatever. Right. But either way, um, I digress. Home gyms have really taken off when it comes to um, since COVID because a lot of people, they were forced into making home gyms. Right. And um, that has always been a thing for me since I've been out of the military was having a, a home gym because I once I lost base access, I was like, all right, well, I don't want to pay for a goddamn membership. Right. So I just had built home gym and was able to keep up with that for a long time until I think the first time I moved away from, I, I was living in New York and then I moved from New York to Nevada. I sold all my gym equipment from there and then didn't have a home gym until I think Missouri when I went to Missouri. So years had gone by. And so I, I did start going to like, uh, base gyms again because I started this contracting job so I had access right. to base gyms again and so then I was like oh well no big deal I didn't need it but then when I moved out into places that were farther from base or whatever I wanted to have my own home gym it just made sense so I think for other people that are looking to get into to fitness or into the gym you know just starting off with a couple dumbbells and maybe some resistance bands is all you really need to get started you know, you don't need a whole lot. And then for your cardio, you can just walk around. I mean, you don't, and you don't need all this crazy equipment. You know, people are thinking like, oh, I've got to spend $10,000 on all this equipment. Why? What What do you need that elliptical that's got a TV on it and all this other bullshit that you aren't even going to use? Because, you know, a lot of those come with all these built-in pre-programmed, like fat burning and cardio and heart rate, you know, right. monitors and all this other shit. And it's like, you don't need all that. You, not unless you're some like top level athlete and you really want to hone in and figure out like what your heart rate is after exertion for 30 minutes or, you know, whatever. But even now you get a damn iWatch or all these other smart watches out there that have heart monitors on them. But even then you can go an even cheaper route and you can Google hit workouts. Yeah. And just do those. And most of those go straight off your body weight. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like you don't need all that fancy equipment. You, cause there's, a lot. I think people just get intimidated by the thought of having to even just go into a gym because their fitness level isn't that of the people in that gym right. most of the time. So they're embarrassed, you know, which I get. That's where Planet Fitness kind of shaped their little niche, making it a friendly environment for fat people. But I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying. If you're fat, maybe you should stop eating as much. That's what Matt and I are doing. So, because we're getting fat. We don't want to be the shape of round. Nope. I'm not a basketball. Nope. So I'm okay getting a little pudge e. Yeah. There, but I don't, I don't want, I don't want to healthy get healthy fat. Fat. Yeah. There's there's a difference between healthy fat and 
and obese, morbidly obese. Yeah, I'm trying know. to avoid that line. And that's, you know, I think that's where the gym can come in or fitness at any level can help people out. You know. So you, what have you heard about all this uh, stuff I've been reading here recently and hearing people talk about? Uh, I think it's capsaicin. Yeah, that's spice. Right. Talking yeah, it's about supposed to help you be like a, it's a thermogenic. Yeah. It's a natural thermogenic. Um I used to be really big into all that nutritional shit. At one point I was gonna be an actual nutritionist slash physical um therapist slash um what the fuck is it? Personal sex trainer. Doctor. Yeah, sex doctor. Um, a personal trainer. And I kind of fell out of love with, with the idea of doing that just because of the fact that you you can't some people you don't want to have sex with. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like you can't always get results with people if they're if you're not with them all the time because you can't. Not everyone's honest, right? Right. So when it comes to like nutrition tracking and everything else, that's the harder part is is dealing with that side of it. Like I I can come up with workouts and give people like regimens and shit like that. But anyway, capsaicin, yeah, uh, it's a natural thermogenic. That's why people eat hot, spicy foods. You know, if you, I like to put hot stuff right. on, on damn near everything. Yep, me too. Um, which maybe one day I'll probably suffer a crazy ulcer from it or God knows, IBS or some awful side effect of just <laughs> eating Anal seepage. Food. Yeah. Um, just don't blame it on Thor when you get a stain <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> yeah. I think another good one is just black coffee. You know, drinking black coffee is a good natural thermogenic just because it helps raise your heart rate and everything else especially if it's got a good level of caffeine and it's right. like natural caffeine versus some of these um pre-workouts you know like you old school bodybuilders would just mix you know a black coffee yeah and then drink that right before they'd work out and that was plenty you know because it's uh, it's a vasodilator it's a also like a diuretic so it'll help you go to <laughs> Have you read some of the pre-workouts and some of these mixes oh, and shit? Like There's, the, the like, list of ingredients? Some of this like shit, I'm like... It's a chemistry set, man. It's I, crazy. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. I'm not trying to translate this shit. No, you, you yeah. absolutely need some sort of science degree to know what half of that shit is. And then you've always got that guy in the gym that's like a drug dealer. Hey, you want some uh, pre-workout? I got you right here, buddy. I yeah. got you. Here, take two scoops. Yeah. I don't know what the thing is now of people doing the scoop and then chugging water. I I don't I I kind of understand because they don't want to have the bloating effect of drinking like a twelve ounce of whatever. But just the idea of taking a giant scoop of powder and throwing it in your mouth, you're just asking to choke on it. You know, it's like the the uh, cinnamon scoop challenge. Did yeah. you ever try that? Shit? No, no. Don't, I know what you're talking about. Don't do it. It it's a bad idea. I think people that do the scoop and swish around water in your mouth, yeah, you're one, you're an animal. But um, I all just don't... I can think about is you take uh, BBC powder and goodie powders and you put that in your mouth, yeah, and that's just a little bit, right? And I chug it with water. I, nope. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of taking pills either. You know, that's another thing with like the gym is all these supplements, and people think, well, I could just take a pill and I'll get a shortcut to getting fit. There's no shortcut. It's just like life in general. There's no shortcut. You have to put in the work. And I think if, if people would start being tr- like real with themselves and know what they're about to get into is is uh, at least a year 
for any real results. Because they go in and, you know, the people every year, they have these New Year resolutions, right? And yep. gyms get fucking flooded January 1. And by March 1st, at least 70% of those people have fallen off. Yeah. They, they stopped going. But they're still paying their gym memberships because yep. they got fucked, locked into some, like, contract. Well, yep. a, a year-long contract. And it's like, so you're going to pay for this gym, but you're not going to go. What the fuck? Why? Why? If you're not going to make that commitment, don't don't fucking say you're going to do it. I think that's just do a trial. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna you want to dabble in fitness or see how it goes for you, maybe just ask them for their trial one because there's all gyms that do like a week trial or whatever, and they right. can see like, okay, is this really going to be something I can commit to or not? Because fitness and and is a journey. It's not just an overnight success story. Fitness. The adventure. Um, it's just, I get so tired of talking to people that are like, well, how did, like when I used to be really in good shape, and they'd be like, whoa, what do you do? Give me some of your, I, like, I'm like, I've been working out for like 10 years straight. Yeah. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I didn't just wake up and look like this, you know? It was just, it took a lot of dieting, a lot of, well, I say dieting, but that's such a terrible thing to say to people, they fucking freak out. I just, nutrition. You know, taking in key nutrients, right, and not overeating, which is huge, and portion control, which is huge. You know, because right. if you look at your fist, that's literally the size of a steak that you should be eating, which is you know six to eight ounces of steak is all you're supposed to eat in a meal. Really? Not, yeah, not fucking twelve ounce to twenty two ounce steaks that they serve at these restaurants. People wonder why America's fucking obese. Yeah. It's because you look at all these restaurants and see how much they put on some of these plates. Especially if you go to like Olive Garden, look at how much fucking carbs you're putting in your face. It's an ass ton of carbs that you don't need unless you are actually a fucking athlete. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes you're sense. You're never going to burn off the calories that you're consuming. That most, makes sense. Most, most people, they don't even need 2,000 calories anymore that's an antiquated number in itself you only need like 1200 calories because almost everybody now has a sedentary job you don't move around enough like we we're not a farming uh, culture anymore we're not we're not on our feet all day long anymore unless you're like a nurse a doctor you know some sort of practitioner where you're constantly moving around and you are actually up most of us have a job where you sit at a desk I mean, you still have a lot of farmers, but even the farmers nowadays, everything's so mechanical. Yeah. And it's not like it used to be. They're not out there with oh, no. their, you know, manual harrow and everything else, just harvesting crop. They're not doing that. But nutrition is a big, big part of um, being in the gym. And I think that's something that, like I said in the beginning, that people just don't focus on enough. And they don't know enough. But there's so much information out there now. Like, you'd be a damn fool. To not just go Google something and try to follow any of the plans. You know, they've got all these BMI calculators and they've got all these fucking calculators for your macros. Right. It's really easy now. They make it super easy for people. A lot of people don't even understand half of that. But it's, you just read enough, you can, anybody can figure it out. I mean, shit. What do you think people did before we actually had colleges? People that became doctors and everything else. They just. Nobody had a gluten allergy. I'm just saying it's, it's. It's information's there. There's no re- no reason for anybody to not know certain things. 
It's just, especially when it's as simple as food. That one's true. A, like you, everything that's in those aisles in a grocery store is processed shit. So everything on the outside, the perimeter, yeah, that's what everybody should be eating is on the outsides of the aisles. Nothing yeah. in the aisles should anybody really be picking up because it's all processed shit. If it sits on a shelf, it's processed. It's got a bunch of fucking bullshit chemicals on it, so it doesn't fucking go bad. Music choices when working out. Music choices? Oh, I love rock. Rock, heavy rock. Um, if I'm doing cardio, it's usually like some sort of techno style Ugh. music that's got like a beat to it. That it's it. like repetitive because then I can pace my 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 rhythm right. off of that song. So if I pick a like a, a techno song, because a lot of those are like fucking three, four minute long songs. Yeah. Then I can time it and be like, okay, I'm about to do a three minute fucking sprint. I'm going to put this song on and just fucking go. So for me, like techno music, mm-hmm. well, it's uh, the repetitiveness. It's almost like how people get seizures from uh-huh. lights. Like that uh, techno and what is it, EDM? Yeah. That repetitive douche, douche, will mm-hmm. give me an onset of a migraine. That's hilarious. And then I like puke everywhere. So music for me, though, let's see. Yeah. A little, a little I, you know, you know, rocky. Oh yeah, yeah, a little eye of the tiger. I'm just saying, yeah. like for me, rock, country, uh, definitely like me some Volbeat. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Volbeat. Uh, Volbeat has a lot of good beat for workout do. purposes. They do. I, but I'm, I like to, I guess, stir up the inner beast. So that's why I listen to angry metal music, like Godsmack. Maybe Godsmack's not even. On that list, no, no, it's much harsher than. We're talking about Lamb of God. Yeah, we're talking Otep, Lamb of God. Um, like, you know who's got a really good mix? Um, how about some Anthrax? Anthrax isn't bad for old school metal. T Mac has a Spotify music playlist. Okay, and it's all metal. I think I forget what the name of it's called. I'd have to grab my phone and then look because I have it on my Spotify playlist. Gotcha. And um, I like that. But I, I will listen to country music. Like if like we we've been working out in yeah. the garage, I'll just throw on country music because I like country music. Right. And it's I'm not doing anything strenuous. So for me, it's like I don't know, feel good music. So I'm doing something that makes me feel good. So right. I listen to feel good music. And it like, ain't like that. It hits one of those slow, sad songs where <laughs> no. you're sitting in the corner of the bar alone, and then you're like, Yeah, I don't want. Breakup country right, songs. No. I don't want Taylor Swift songs. I don't want you know. Uh, I don't think anybody should be listening to Taylor Swift while working out, like old Alabama or anything like that. It's it's got to be more upbeat country. I feel like if you're listening to Taylor Swift while you're working out, you're actually being counterproductive. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of females that you know? listen to her. Just, I'm just saying you're being counterproductive. There's a lot of man haters out there, <laughs> but um. Yeah, music, music while working out. There is important. a lot of man eaters out there. Yeah, that's a different singer. He's a man eater. That's full show. Um, music's a crucial thing. I I've known a few times when I've gone into the gym and I've forgotten my headset, yeah, or earbuds or whatever, and I'm like, fuck, I have to listen to this bullshit fucking music that's whatever the gym is playing yes yes and i can't stand it i hate the guys when i've been on deployments that bring their own personal speaker 
and they're just blaring that for everybody in the gym. And I'm like, I don't want to hear your bullshit, dude. Especially right. if it's like gangster rap. That's not my thing. I know that some people sing, but gangster rap for me is not I'm not when I'm working I, out. I'll I, listen to it when I'm cruising down the street. I don't even I'm, like it you know at all. I, mean? I don't it's just not my thing. I listen to it when I'm driving, but I don't want to listen to it when I'm working out. Papa Kappa not like it just, I'm just it's, it does nothing for me. Yeah. But you know, it's just not what I want to hear. I maybe there's somebody's playing country in the gym. I don't want to usually hear that when I'm working out. I don't hard. want no R and B in the gym. Like techno, <clears throat> I literally nope, cannot do. Like I just can't do it. I don't want to listen to Shania Twain, you know? No. I don't want to listen to Dolly Parton. I don't want to listen to any of those female, some of those female no. singers. I just generally don't want to listen to female singers. Whose boot, who's boots, whose bed have your boots been under? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. And it's not that I don't like their music. I just don't like it when I'm working out. I like their music in other settings. Like, I mean, I you feel know, like when you're sitting around a campfire or, you know, I whatever. I feel like you could get a good workout on, you know, with Dolly Parton's working nine to five. No, no. I'm, I don't have enough limp in my wrist for that <laughs> but uh either way i think for me personally m- music choice means everything depending on what i'm what i'm doing um cardio for sure i have to have something that's paced well I, otherwise i i get kind of erratic yeah you know like if, if i'm listening to lamb of god or something and it's like you get the double bass and then you get the, the just the the different styles yeah. in between the chorus and it, it's just it's harder for me i need something that's more repetitive just because you are it is a mundane thing when you're running on a treadmill or you're on an elliptical yeah um i can understand that but lifting that's perfectly fine cuz a lot of times i'll wait for the the main part to hit in a song you know like and it's like then you're yeah. amped, right and you're amped up and it, i know it's all psychological but there is a big portion of that that's... I mean, music's a good psychological... Well, we use pep. it for torture on fucking Afghanis and Iraqis. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to sleep. <laughs> sleep deprivation torture. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know that that's a thing. Yeah, it used to be. I don't know. Oh, well, for sure. Um, There's a lot of things that I think just music, music helps out. You know, sex. Music's great for sex. You got the right... Right, mood music to get it set. Right. And set the mood. And then you got the music that, again, you have good rhythm to. Oh, that's true, too. So, I don't know. I think that's another good benefit of being in a gym is your your stamina level goes up. You know, they actually did a study. Yeah. And uh, I can probably pull it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they actually were saying they're starting to try, starting to prove fat men are better lovers. They are better that they are better in bed. Probably because they like to eat more. No, like they're not even talking about <laughs> foreplay. They're talking sex. Yeah, that they are through studies determining that heavier men are better. It just I think they it, last. <laughs> they seem to last longer, and for whatever reasons I forgot the whole study. But there's actually like several studies on it now. Yeah, I think it just depends too, just like anybody else. Um, because there is also. Truth to the more fat you have, that oftentimes your testosterone levels are lower mm-hmm. than if you're actually healthy. So when you're healthier and more fit, your body is naturally producing more testosterone yeah. for, for men and women. But I do notice that for me, for sure, when I'm working out and I'm more vascular because the blood's flowing through mm-hmm. every 
portion of my body from head to toe. My focus is more sharp. Like there's just a lot of great benefits, I think, to working out. I agree there's great benefits. But but it's still like there's times where it's just like, I really don't want to do this. Well, that's anything. I mean, I wake up every day and I don't want to go work, but I have to. You know, I've so it's the same thing when you change your mindset when it comes to working out and you're like, I have to do this because I want to be fit or I want to be healthy or right. I want to lose five pounds. If you can put that level of importance on working out like you do work or um, taking care of your kids or wanting a meal, you know? Yeah. People place importance on whatever they want. Why can't you just be as self-disciplined? That's the biggest factor for most people is they're just not yeah. self-disciplined. It takes a lot of self-discipline. There's a guy I work with. He's he's 60. I think he's 65, actually. And he looks better than everybody in the building. Everybody. This dude is like the epitome of what a healthy 65-year-old who's been working out his whole life would look like. Right. I mean, he is just fucking jacked, tan, got like the perfect gray beard. It's groomed. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows he's like the Adonis of the building. We're just like, <laughs> if you were, if he was a single dude, he would be getting so much ass. It's ridiculous. His wife is hot. I mean, she's probably 15, 20 years younger than him, and yeah. she's a smoke show. So I'm just like, man, I can only imagine what it would be like if if he were a single dude because he's he's got everything that you would think of for that kind of dude too. Because most people that are, look like that are successful in everything in their life. Yeah, because they're very dedicated. They're very self disciplined. So he, you know, he's got this really nice boat. He's got this tricked out Jeep. He's got this really nice house. I mean, it's it's just amazing. And obviously it's taken him 60 years to build right. a lot of that. But the end result, you everyone sees that and they're like, damn, what the fuck? And that's kind of goes back to my whole thing of like, you know, people are like, Well, what do you do? What do you eat? And it's like, dude, he's been doing that for fucking ever. Yeah. It took him forever to start to look like that. It wasn't an overnight thing. And he, he has admitted he is on, like, uh, testosterone uh, replacement therapy because yeah. of his age, you know? Yeah. But it's not like he's doing steroid steroids. But he's just he's just taking a, a an actual amount that's, like, prescribed from his doctor. Yeah. There's all kinds of doctors out there that yeah. prescribe you. And that's, a, you know, steroids, right? I dabbled in it for a little bit. I tried it. Um, I didn't particularly like it. Just because of the side effects, like the anger side yeah. effects. I already have anger issues as it is. So me, when I took steroids, was like, no bueno. Yeah, don't need to mix that in. Um, I actually did uh, diet pills one time. Like, I actually went to one of the weight loss clinics, yeah. and uh, and uh, they put me on the diet pills or whatever. I forgot uh-huh. the specific brand. But it was more of a, I guess you would call They're it. They're appetite suppressors. Appetite suppressor, right. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I when I would take them, like there yep. was a energy uplift. Mm-hmm. Black coffee, right? That's all you need. Black coffee will do the same thing. And it super depressed my appetite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black coffee will do the same thing. But I drink black coffee. Yeah, well, you have a mental connection to food. I love food. I do too. That's why mm-hmm. we're getting fat. Mm-hmm. I've done pretty good this last week, though, on not eating much past eight. Well, and meal prepping helps. Yes. That's a big thing that people need to understand is human beings in general are lazy. They will take the easiest path when it comes to anything. Meal and prepping by far, is as much as it sucks, it's really easy. It's super easy. And you can do it in one day and you're done. I, and I usually pick Sundays when I do it 
and then I cook my meals for the week, and I try to vary it up just a little between the days because it does right. get mundane if right. you're just doing chicken, rice, broccoli, chicken, rice, right. broccoli, chicken, rice, broccoli. You know, I did that for a time period when I was trying to get into like physique shows, right? And it it's predictable then. So it's when you're doing it like that, you have measurables for your macros and everything else that you can tr- you can really right. really track. Meal prepping helps you in a way where you can portion it where you have the proper amount of protein, the proper amount of carbs, and the proper amount of fats in those little meals, and it's a lot healthier than those frozen meals because those frozen meals are loaded with sodium, and you don't need that much sodium in your diet. Right. Because that's what's holding on a lot of the water weight that people have is because you have too much fucking sodium and sugar. You have too much sugar, and your body is working harder to break down the sugar that you don't need to process it or the processed food and all those chemicals in it that you don't need versus when you eat actual fresh vegetables and fresh rice. Like me eating the Uncle Ben stuff, I get the jasmine because it's the healthiest rice other than like a brown rice or something like that. And it doesn't taste awful to me. Um, And I usually just pair that with whatever I've got in. That's still on both our parts slightly lazy. It is. Because the real real benefit to rice would be to make your own white Mm -hmm. rice in in a rice cooker. Well, yeah. And that would be the healthiest way. Yeah. Because you won't have all the preservatives that are in it. But um, I, I sacrifice a little on that. And I sacrifice on my breakfast. Like... Well, it's just like the frozen veggies, too. Right. And I sacrifice on that. Hopefully, the veggies. hopefully this summer we won't be sacrificing on that. Yeah. And uh, that'll be good because in fresh out of the garden veggies, I don't think there's anything better than fresh picked. There's nothing. I'm just saying, man. I remember as a kid going to my grandfather's garden and being like, yes. Oh, nice big thick slice of mater. Fucking With some fresh, cheese and mayonnaise. Oh, God damn. Um, yeah, nutrition's important. Meal prepping, I will say, meal prepping, from my experience, meal prepping has been a big, big improvement. Mm-hmm. But I have also noticed that sometimes you don't meal prep enough for the week and you run out. Yeah, and then I have to go eat out somewhere and then yes. I fuck it all up. Yes. Yeah, it derails everything when you eat out. Any yes. any meal you eat out, unless it's a salad, you're you're really taking a gamble because you don't know what what's on that plate. You don't know how it was prepped. You don't know what they've put on it, what butter, what oils, what... You know, right, whatever. You don't know. It's a fucking mystery plate. Well, know? I mean, a lot of restaurants now have started putting like calories yeah, and but all even this then, stuff. And I don't, I don't, I don't I trust mean, because, it's, but it's an approximation. Exactly. So it, and I'm sure there's some kind of regulation where they have to be so close. I mean, maybe I don't know. I haven't. I've never looked because if up not, it see, would be but, false advertising. Yeah, I think I most mean, restaurants are false advertising. Get, anyways, when you look at their menu versus the food true. that comes out, you're like, what the fuck is this? True. But um. Meal prepping is easy. I think people just think it's harder. You know, that's why there's all these people that are doing it, making money, like your sister. Your sister's making money meal prepping for people because they have no fucking desire to do it themselves or they don't but, supposedly have the time to do it. But and, somehow and she so finds time with two kids. And even if you don't necessarily have time, sometimes you may not know the best way to go about it without doing some research and shit. So it's easier just to pay somebody. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what keeps people in business. I, I get it. There's plenty of them here in Clarksville that are making tons of money I, on people. I mean, look at it this way. If everybody had time to meal prep, fast food would go out of business. Mm. If everybody started meal prepping, I, fast food would basically go away. Maybe. 
all that is out of convenience. That's why I'm saying if people, if if literally everybody started meal prepping, yeah, and you had your lunch and your dinner meal prepped every day, mm-hmm. you have no need for fast food. Yeah, I really try to make sure I have my breakfast and lunch. So then, work, fast I, food I basically eat. literally just vanishes at that point. Yeah, because for me, I hate leaving work to go get food and then have to come back to work. Mm-hmm. When I leave work, I want to be gone. Like, I don't want to come back to work. So, but then sometimes you have, like, these single parents yeah. or even family, full families who mom or dad don't want to cook when they get home. Yeah. So they stop and grab something, right? Yeah, that makes sense. And trying to meal prep for kids? Oh, it's a pain in the dick. I mean, you're not so really going to meal prep other than make sure that their lunches are packed for the next day. Yeah, kids are a pain in the ass when it comes to food. That's, that's probably the hardest thing. I remember whatever was cooked is what you ate. Nowadays, I don't want this. Well, you're going to eat it. No, I'm not. Yeah. You're going to make me this. Yeah, it's it's tough. It It's tough being a parent when you have kids because uh, oftentimes you have to make different stuff just for them. But uh, this has been a pretty productive episode, I think. Yeah, it's been a good yeah. one. I think this was without pretty having... good for off the cuff. We yeah, didn't get yeah. too far off. Yeah, and I don't think I'm going to have to do too much editing on this one, which is good, too. Um, except for the beginning where I flubbed a bunch because I, you know, hung over. Right. I'm not. I'm not very sharp. <laughs> That's also why we have no outline. It's because I was fucking having having too much fun. Um, getting some cardio in. Too much fun. What's that mean? Yeah. That's a good country song. All right, it's folks. Like too much money. There's no such thing. Yeah, exactly. God, I I go for a big greasy burger right about now you and me both talking about good nutrition that's the Mm -hmm. worst thing and you can't have any i know (laughs) Mm -hmm. see that's actually i mean you would think having that i would have lost a shitload of weight no because it's depressing one you're right so yeah Yeah. exactly so now you're finding combating depression because you can't have the foods that you love yeah you're eating all this other shit that you don't want yep but so it's depression fat yeah, uh. that's what we'll call it. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still sticking to bourbon fat. Uh. But you know, we, touche. That's whatever. All right, well that wraps it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, share with your friends. The more you like and share, the better the chances are we can grow this channel. Plus, the algorithms love it. Also, check out our Instagram page, www.instagram.com forward slash bourbon sauced where you can see clues on upcoming episodes as well as see photos that pertain to our podcast and you can message us there and give feedback and interact with us we will answer you i promise hope you come back until next time enjoy your favorite beverage and get sauced cheers Cheers.